there, Rider Flex Nation. Steve Urban here with more career advice and job interviewing tips for you. And as a quick reminder, if you enjoy our podcast, please remember to subscribe to our channel and like the episodes. And on today's podcast, we have Chad Freehoff, the co-founder and CEO of ReadyList Sports, an interactive web-based football playbook that leverages multiple learning styles and integrated testing. Chad, thanks for being on the show. Let's, um, let's start by having you tell the listeners a little about yourself. Oh, my pleasure. I grew up in Brush, Colorado, in, on the Eastern Plains, Colorado, in a small town on, on a farm, and uh, I found my way to the Colorado School of Mines, where I majored in civil engineering, and I was fortunate enough to get the opportunity to play football and basketball at the, at the School of Mines. Oh, oh a double and, sport, double sport. I didn't know that. Okay. Four years of football in and, and three years of basketball, so oh, I was wow. uh, super good and we had in the <laughs> academics, for sure. That's great. Go ahead. Yeah, and after Mines, I, I um, signed a free agent contract with the Denver Broncos shortly after the, the 2005 uh, NFL draft. Yeah, I was there five months, and that's kind of where the idea of, of uh, Ready List Sports uh, was planted. Uh, even though my study skills that I developed at, at the School of Mines to get through school, I really struggled with, with learning the playbook once I got to the Broncos. So Coach Kubiak and, and Coach Shanahan's offense is very uh, verb intensive and I was a, a photographic memory guy so if I can see something I'll, I'll remember it but the, the audio piece of the game when, when they would tell me a play and I would take it back to the huddle I, I really struggled with with that piece of the game so I figured if I was struggling there was a lot of other players uh, in, in the NFL in, in similar or worse circumstances so I was released from the Broncos after training camp and I found my way on, on nine professional teams in seven years. So, unfortunately or, or fortunately, depending on your outlook at life, I got a lot of practice at, at learning playbooks. And, and um, once I retired, I got, went back to the School of Mines and I coached for two years. So, I got that, that side of it. And I decided if I was going to put all this together and, and per, pursue uh, the product, it was, it was now and never so I see and I see and so so you had the original idea so I guess it was the playbooks were just like static pages right like I in my head when I think of a playbook I think of a printed paper copies of playbooks I don't know if it's still like that but so when you got there that's how it was and you thought wow there's got to be a there's got to be a better way there's got to be a some sort of interactive web-based tool and is that kind of how it went And, and there was nothing else on the market like that Absolutely. Uh, just like you mentioned, it's just those static drawings that you just flip page after page and we're talking upwards of, uh, you know, a thousand plays you're trying to, to memorize. So mm. I would draw the way I study best would be draw out all those plays and you double checking back in the playbook and it, and it just wasn't very efficient. So I read a stat somewhere that if you can allow people to interact with the content, mm-hmm. they'll retain three and a half times more than just staring at those static images. So that's kind of what uh, our goal was set out to, to provide different learning styles, whether you're an auditorial, visual, tactile, uh, through film, and um, however you study best, find find that niche. And then um, going back to that integrated testing of of interacting with the the players and the content and the and the routes and the in the formations. I see. You know, I looked at the website, of course, and studied that. It, it looks like a great tool. I mean, what a, what a difference for even a high school quarterback to be able to have this interactive, you know, 
tool where where the play is is moving right the, the the players are actually moving through on the screen and you're you're in this interactive environment i don't know if i'm explaining it right but it's just watching it uh, you know some of the videos and looking at the website it's got to be a hundred times better than you know what they're used to is there are you up against the stiff competition there was there or were you were the first ones to introduce this uh, to to the yeah, nfl and go ahead yeah, we're the first one uh, to market with, with wow. this in, integrated testing. And, um, yeah, so we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. And, you know, it's difficult with technology and software. There's always, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the product never stops. There's always ways to, to improve it. And, and just to hit off a little bit of uh, you had mentioned the NFL, we designed our, our new version for um, even youth football. Maybe a mom or dad that's never played football before that gets volunteered into coaching, they can get on our app and, and leverage pre-drawn plays that we've we've created into a library, and they can push them out to the kids. And, and even you know, nine-year-old flag mm-hmm. football, there's, there's an app. So we're trying to capture the entire market from the youth all the way to the NFL. You know, I I can only imagine. I had two boys that played football, and my my youngest son was a was a high school quarterback. I can only imagine if he had had this tool, and and like you said, in youth, I mean, can you imagine you're you're handing a 14-year-old like a, a printed copy of a playbook oh, that's the last thing wanted they want to do is sit down and read that but if you hand them a tablet that's like a game like the games they're using to play and it's interactive oh my gosh all of a sudden they're engaged probably 10 times more engaged i would think uh and helps them learn much faster what a what a great idea so so let's talk a little bit about the company a little more then so so it really this product if you will it's um you 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 sign up or like you go it's a web based deal so you sign up and then you you log in and then you kind of walk us through how that works and and so forth like if I if I was a coach of a little league team how, how would I go about that? Yeah, you just go to our website readylistsports.com and okay. then um, you can click on the uh, there's an online store and you put in how many player accounts that you want tied to your coach account and then you can swipe your credit card right there and um, have immediate access to to your account so that's the that's the simplest way okay. um, you can okay. also uh, re- reach out to us and, and we can walk you through and, and set up an account for you as well and how do if i had a playbook as a coach like this printed playbook we talked about the old school how how do you how do i get those plays to you and then how does it get you know, what do you do? Like log it in? You have you have developers that put in put that into your system, or how does that work? Yes, we we went back to the drawing board from our prototype, and we just made it a million times easier for coaches to install their own plays. So oh. going back to leverage those templates and the you know, the formation templates and route templates and plays that we've already installed, people can go in and, and leverage those templates and build their plays. In any other modality, it'll take you 10 to 15 minutes to draw a play. If you're familiar with the software, you can get in and, and knock out a play in, in under a minute. So not only we're getting the learning and testing, integrated testing, you're also saving time for the coaches to go in and, and draw your plays. I see. Okay, got it. Is most of your business, um, you know, is it, is it youth or is it high school or is it college, NFL, or is it a mixed bag so far? Yeah, it's a mixed bag so far, which is it's been um, – it's a little challenging because there are obviously different levels of the app and different price points, but so far we've kind of hit a little bit on, on each market. I see. Okay. All right. And, and so, so just a, a couple more questions on, on the product itself. So at this point, 
if 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 I'm in high school and let's say I'm a high school coach and and you're approaching me with the product and all my players already have this playbook and and so forth it's as easy as as me as me having one of the assistant coaches take my playbook log into your system quickly put in all the plays and then boom now all my players are logging in and and they have this interactive tool i mean it's really that it's that fast so it's not a it's not this two month onboarding process to to get my players started so all the way our app was designed um all the coaches need to do is go in and and draw the plays draw their playbook and then our app uh, takes all that information and generates all those randomized tests for you. So mm. you don't, you're not spending time generating the, your playbook and then having to go generate all these tests. It's all done in one step and uh, on the back end. of Love yep. it. L- love it. Love it. Did, where'd you get this entrepreneurial bug? Did this come from one of your parents? Did you, did you always think I'm going to be an entrepreneur? How, how, where'd that come from? I, I think it is from, from my, my dad um, being a farmer. I mean, they're more or less entrepreneurs and, and being their own boss and, um, I think that was kind of instilled for me uh, at a young age of, you know, if I, I was going to work my tail off, I want to, I want to reap the rewards and not necessarily, uh, I guess a, a bad way to look at it is, is make money for, for, right. you know, the, the boss <laughs> man. So I think if, if I want to put in the work, I want to reap rewards and on the back end, if, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to, then I'm not, I'm not going to reap those awards so you know that's um, that's that's great i appreciate you saying that people ask me they say well why'd you start rider flex and i sometimes they'll say well i spent most of my life making other people rich so i'd like to i'd like (laughs) to actually make money for myself for a change (laughs) what's been the most challenging parts of starting the business you know can you you know talk a little bit about that what have been the major hurdles so far yeah i think what a lot of people don't think about is as being an entrepreneur entrepreneur and, and being, um, you know, one or two, uh, person business is you have to be an expert in everything about your, your business, whether it's marketing, accounting, sales, uh, product development, product design, the bug fixes, taxes, patents, and that's very hard to do. Right. So that's, that's been the most challenging and, and a lot of it's just doing a lot of your own research and doing your, your own homework and then trying to surround yourself with, uh, people that, um, can lend a helping hand here and there and, and some guidance and, and some direction. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. Unless you're funded, unless somebody writes you a, you know, a $2 million check to hire a bunch of people, you know, at first it's just you and maybe a couple of co-founders. So you're right. Everybody's wearing all these hats. You know, you're, you're one day you're, uh, uh, you're the accounting manager and the next day you're the sales guy. <laughs> yeah. Think, even, even hour to hour of different meetings throughout, throughout the day of, of, of wearing those different hats. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. And so what's been the most rewarding piece so far? What, what's been the, or maybe not the most rewarding, what, what's been your like biggest win so far? The most exciting thing that's happened? Was it the, was it the very first contract you got signed or share a couple of those uh, with us, you know, so the listeners can, can hear the, can hear the exciting parts of starting a business. Absolutely. I, I think the first exciting part is just seeing your idea come to fruition so um you have the idea but actually going out and, and producing that product and having a tangible product mm-hmm. that is definitely i think number two is obviously our first sale at, at the high school level and then the biggest win so far for us was the, the miami dolphins so that validation of having an nfl team purchase your product and see that much in your product that they want to spend money and um they, they see the value 
by you in that. So I'm uh, visual. I'm visualizing you and and your partners walking out of the Miami Dolphins office to the parking lot in your car. Try not to act too excited as you're walking to your car and then getting in the car and giving each other high fives and then going to dinner. Is that, is that how it went? <laughs> uh, pretty close. It's, uh, you definitely, through, through being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of highs and lows, so you definitely got to appreciate the, the small wins, and that was a big win. So it was mm-hmm. it's super exciting. Would you, is, is there anything in particular you would have maybe done different or – some advice you would give somebody wanting to leave the corporate world and, and be an entrepreneur and start their own thing. Maybe, maybe a key piece of advice or something you would have done different so that, so that those that are thinking about doing it can hear, hear your thoughts on that. I think the biggest advice that I would have, that I would have given myself is control what you can control. And I know people hear that a lot of, a lot, you know, a lot, but um, being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of things that whether it's the time in the day or, um, handling developers or, or fundraising through, you know, through investments is um, just control what you control and keep your head down and, and keep your blinders on and, and um, you know, try to accomplish more tomorrow than you, than you did today. So. It's a lot harder than people think, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of uh, knowing now what I have learned the last four or five years, it's, it makes you think if I would have uh, decided to <laughs> it all over again right it's uh it's definitely a challenge that has its rewards too you know some of these millennials they they watch they, they see the facebook movie or something and they think oh, oh wow I, it can all happen in like two hours and i can be rich yeah no nah, it doesn't quite work like that <laughs> it's definitely taking a lot longer than we had planned for sure yeah it usually does this is also your first time being a ceo right so you got thrown into being an entrepreneur and then all of a sudden boom you're the ceo you had you know there was no training checklist no 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 mentoring to be a ceo so all of a sudden you're running that too so you're dealing with advisors you're dealing with investors you're dealing with partners what's been the most challenging part so far about about being that first time a c level executive i think just being afraid to to make those mistakes and, you know, making the mistakes is where you're going to learn more than if you just fell into something happening good for you, right? So I compare a lot of this to athletics because that's my background of, of being a quarterback. Of I try to translate being a quarterback and, and ma- ma- managing the personalities on a team and in the locker room and, and managing those different personalities in, in corporate, whether it's, you know, the, the investors are dealing with more the, the tech the tech side of it and the, mm-hmm. in the software development. Yeah, just the challenge of handling those personalities was uh, it, it was interesting at times. Mm-hmm, I bet. What's so? What's been harder, d- trying to be an NFL quarterback or starting your own business? Oh shoot! Um, <laughs> I think being an entrepreneur, seriously, seriously, it's been it's sometimes hard to see the light at the end of the the, the tunnel. But um, mm-hmm. so. yeah, I was just gonna say that right there should tell the listeners exactly how hard it is to start your own business and be an entrepreneur because. I think most listeners can somewhat uh, understand what it must be like to, to be a professional athlete, like an NFL. Like we're talking about a very tiny percentage of the people walking around on planet Earth can actually play NFL football. And and for you to say, hey, it's just as hard or maybe harder to be an entrepreneur and start a business. There you go, folks. <laughs> if you If you think starting a business is easy, it's not. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, a lot of pain, a lot of sweat. 
and so forth. You got to be truly determined, right? You, you, I mean, you got to get up every day. You you wake up one day and you got five more hurdles in front of you, and you got to figure out how to jump over them. I, I totally agree. So as your business grows, you're going to start hiring people eventually. So all of a sudden now you, you're going to be the talent scout in, in that area and you're going to do a lot more interviews and be looking for great talent. What, what are some things that, that you're going to look for? Like what, what would you ideally want to see in a candidate that wants to be part of ReadyList? Yes, I think the biggest thing that we've hit on uh, numerous times here is, you know, wearing all those different hats and you're, and you're so busy, you don't have time or you don't want to go basically babysit someone. You want somebody self-driven. Um, if you don't have something for them to do that they can find the, their own things to do, whether it's whether it needs to be get done now or, or they see the vision that it's something that needs to be get done uh, a month from now. So just not being able to sit and look over their shoulder and make sure, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to, but being self-driven, I think is the, the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're a startup, you know, there's not a ton of payroll to go around. So probably you need people that are willing to sacrifice a little bit, right? I'm guessing, you know, they might want to, if you're going to be part of a startup, you're probably going to have to come in at a lower salary than maybe you could make at a Fortune 500 company. You know, you're going to have to be willing to wear multiple hats. You're going to have to be willing to work 80 hours a week. I mean, wouldn't doesn't I'm, I'm guessing all that applies in, in your situation. No, you're spot on. Hopefully they, they see the vision and the being able to get on the ground floor or something and help build something, I, I think, Mm-hmm. is more rewarding than, than, than uh, maybe than what people are, are currently doing. So, so definitely take it, take it, everything that you said. It's, it's hard to tell them on the vision, and, and hopefully um, it'll all work out in the end. And, and um, uh, I'm also just guessing. I'm also just oh, – sorry, I'm also just guessing. Maybe I uh, – tell me if I got this wrong, but I'm just guessing there are some people that have pinged you, and they're, and they're like, oh – I want to be, you know, part part of Ready List Sports, and I, I want to be part of it, and I want to help. And, and then you come to find out, well, they really just think they're going to get to hang around NFL football players and, and hang around stars, and, and they just want to do that. They don't really want to work. Is that Have you had some of that happen? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Definitely from investors all the way to, you know, people wanting to help out. They, they see the glitz and glamour. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Or, they, or they think a startup that they're going to come in and, and make – you know, a ton of money off the bat. So you kind of, it's hard to set those expectations up front for sure. You know, I met you uh, probably, I guess maybe two years ago when, and when you were earlier in the life cycle of the business. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, Chad is determined, right? He's determined. And, uh, and, and you were, you were just pushing through it, pushing through all those hurdles that happened when you first started business. I'm super proud of the fact that uh, I'm talking to you, you know, this far down the road and you guys are making advances and and gaining customers. I can also hear the excitement in your voice as well. So super happy for you that it's, uh, that it's coming along. If, if you looked back now, I know you're, you're not an old guy like me. You're, you're still fairly young, but if you looked back now, just talking about your life in general and kind of where you're at in life and, you know, coming from a small town in Colorado and by the way, going to the school of mines and getting an engineering degree, which is like a major hurdle in itself. Right. But kind of looking back on everything you've done so far, if you gave some advice to 
that young man just graduate graduating the school of mines, let's call it 21 years old. Is there anything you would have done different differently? Anything you'd tell that guy? Oh, there's a ton of stuff for sure. But <laughs> I think one of the, the big things is any, any part of life, it's, it's about relationships and it's a lot more about who you know than what you know, obviously. So um, mm. there's a couple of times, specifically right out of right out of college signing with the Broncos where you're in a position where um, you could definitely leverage a lot of people wanting to get to know you and, and wanting to develop relationships with you. And I, I kind of had my blinders on and, and you know, all I want to do is focus on, uh, you know, making the team, showing up to practice every day, getting my, uh, you know, focus on my diet and the strength and conditioning and all that good stuff that I, I didn't take advantage of mm-hmm. like, meeting people and, uh, you know, people want to gravitate towards professional a- athletes, obviously. And, and I think that was one of my biggest regrets with my, my experience with, with the Broncos was, was that piece. I appreciate you saying that. You know, I tell people all the time, hey, it, you know, if you're smart and you work really hard, if, if you have those two things, you, you are going to go, you know, you're going to you're going to you're going to do well. But but you could do so much better if you're smart, you work hard and you have the networking and and the relationships. Right. It, it is so often about who, you know, I, I really teach my sons about that all the time. I just tell them, look relationships and networking that is the secret sauce because if you combine that with with halfway decent smarts and great work ethic then you you have it all uh so i'm glad you mentioned that by the way you did do a pretty good job of the relationships you you got jake jake Plummer, the former nfl quarterback to be a co-founder of the business you got mike shanahan as a as a board advisor so you know, kudos to yourself there. You, 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 you did obviously develop some relationships because you got some power people on the team. So congrats with that. Well, last question. When you, when you, I, I like to ask this one, a mentor asked me this question a while back and he's a great mentor of mine. And I thought it was a great question. He said, uh, he said, Steve, what's your core purpose in life? And you know, pretty deep question. I tried to give like a cheesy answer. I think I woke up and said, oh, I want to make the world a better place or something. And, and, and he's like, yeah, that's everybody's standard answer. But beyond that, what's your, what's your real core purpose in life when you wake up every day? And I had to think long and hard about it before I could come up with a good answer. I wanted to ask you the same question. What's, what's Chad's core purpose right now in life? Like I'm a, I'm a goal setter. Um, so anything that I do in life, whether it's through, you know, academics or sports or now in business is uh, achieving goals. So I find that's pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, I rarely achieve the goals that I set, which is, which is crazy, but um, I think that's a, a pretty good focus in my life. And then, and then kind of on the financial side of, I'm not really a material collector. I don't like material things, but if I can through the business set up, you know, future generations of, of my family financially, I think that's uh, would be pretty sweet. Very good. Very good. Uh, right back to family, right back to that family and brush. By the way, are they still there? They are. My, my, my folks are both there. That's great. Well, congratulations, my friend, on everything you've done so far. I mean, uh, from a high school star athlete to the school of mines, uh, you know, to play football and basketball there and get a degree from there and then go on to play in the NFL and then start your own business. Hey, you're doing pretty good, my friend. So uh, congrats on uh, congrats on everything you've knocked out so far. I wish you guys 
the best at, at Ready List Sports. It's, it looks like an awesome product. I really wish I could have given that to my own son when he played, but uh, I know a lot of other people will take advantage of it. So thank you, sir, for being on the show. I really appreciate your time and, and wish you the best of luck as, as things move along. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us on. We truly hope you find our material helpful and entertaining. And while our podcast can be heard across most platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud, you can become a supporter of this podcast by visiting our show on the platform Anchor FM. That's anchor.fm slash riderflex. You can also send us your questions or suggested topics for future episodes to the email address podcast at riderflex.com or drop us a voicemail at 888-964-5876 extension 710. Visit riderflex.com to learn more about us. Thanks so much for listening, folks, and have a great day. 